to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello, welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast, episode 196. My name's Sam. I'm Chris. How's it going? It has been sounds a week. De- sounds depressing already. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the rum and cokes. Okay. Uh, very good. <laughs> and and you've got some Mount Gay rum. Yeah. And? Like a big bottle. A big bottle of uh, well, Mount Gay like rum. That's like five years worth of rum for you, isn't it? At least. At least. Because that miniature of Appleton's lasted you like three weeks. Oh yeah, but but hey, we but I got through it on the hundredth episode. I drank a bit, and oh, yeah, true, true. Uh, I'm going to crack that open on the two hundredth episode. So, oh, is that know, the plan? Right, okay. that is the plan. I got that from uh, Sarge and Mary for helping them out with some stuff. Oh, nice. Oh, I didn't realize. Oh, okay, yep, all good on the Western Front. Okay, so what happened to you this week while I was away? Uh. <laughs> How'd the cat go, behave for you while I was away? I think the cat is like, I mean, everything's slowly dying, but I think the cat is actually dying. Uh, I'm not sure what's up with that. Actually, when you're away, never hear it. It only makes noise when you turn up. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's super quiet. Um, so looking forward to finding that at some point. Uh, no, it was all good. Um, my dad had surgery. Oh, yeah, yeah. They've removed his gallbladder. He saw him today, actually. He... Um, Got discharged from hospital this afternoon. Oh, so he's, well, not obviously dancing a joke, but he's... Oh, he's definitely way better. He's not yellow. He looks more normal now. Um, but the only thing is, we assumed that the stents that were put in in Waikato were coming out when they took out the gallbladder. They're not. He has to go back to Waikato in four weeks and they'll take them out. Oh, okay. Because it's a different thing. Uh, okay. All yeah. Right. So it was all good. And uh, he was upset because on his last hospital day, they gave him porridge. And he goes, I don't know why they did that. But while I was there, the um, they have a PDA sort of thing. And this woman comes around and she goes through all the menu options. So many different options for these people. What would you really? like? Yeah, would you like? They have like two options for everything. But they're pretty, pretty onto it. Like I think he had uh, spiced apple crumble and ice cream and something else last night. And they I, tap I it in. I just loved the, um, I just loved the porridge. I remember when I got my appendix out, I think it was 11. 12, something like that. I remember um, organising all the guys because there was a balcony, this old Wellington hospital, and you had the the ward, and then there was sort of a balcony on the outside of the ward. Oh, cool. And I organised everybody so that when... Because this is the sort of kid I was. So that when I want to say you were very, very special. Yeah. When the trolley came into the, uh, <laughs> into the balcony, I organised that half the guys went and locked one door, half the guys went and locked the other door, and we held up the nurse with rubber bands and uh, hijacked the trolley. The food trolley. That sounds like a really terrible movie in the making there. Uh, well, I was, I was 11. Come on. Was when good. I was going to Rotorua today, um, there was a tractor pulled over to the side of the road and the farmer guy was out of his tractor and he looked a little bit puzzled and I was like, what's going on here? But as I'm going along, there's 20 pairs of shoes on the road on this main highway. I ran over. What? Just scattered along the road. And just that, nothing else. No bag, no nothing, just 20 pairs of shoes. And uh, ran over a couple because they were like everywhere. Couldn't really avoid them. And he was just like uh, in the rear vision mirror. He was just sort of picking them up. So I don't know what that story was about, but it looked interesting. 
Yeah, it sounds to me like that's his farm. He's he's passed, you know, and he's just on the road and saw them all and stopped and picked them up. But yeah, yeah. So I don't know where they come from. I don't know. You put word of the day here, and I thought you wanted it last episode, and I moved it, and then I decided to move it back where you had it because I was thinking, oh, is this one per episode? Yeah, Yeah, that's the idea. Yeah, well, I don't know what you're up to. Uh, Yeah, that was the the word of the day was (laughs) sujigiri. Sujigiri is a Japanese term. For sword testing, because in the uh, in the old shogun times, I think that's between the 1400s and 1600s, but I might be wrong. Um, the shogun uh, shogun uh, warriors, yeah, they were a, a cut above you know citizens. They were the only ones allowed to to carry swords. Peasants weren't. And what they would do is when they got a new sword made, they'd have to test it and make sure it works. There's only one thing you can test a sword on. That's right. That's a person. Yep, chop them up. So Sujigiri is just walking down the street seeing some random just cutting them in half. Uh, They use specific cuts um, from the top left or the bottom to the bottom right or the other way or even across. So at any point, some dude testing a sword could come and just chop you up. And that's that's totally legal. That's fine. Right. Sujigiri. Anyway, moving on. So, I, Sujigiri would have made my week shorter and possibly happier. <laughs> That's not depressing. Well, and, and I'm talking about whether I did it or whether they did it. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyway, moving on. So, uh, the, uh, long story, but there used to be a paper that came out or a publication here in Hamilton. It's called City, City News, and it was from right. the council. They've decided to stopped that in july and now they've got a website called ourhamilton.co.nz and um it's just got not as many stories and it's a bit average and i don't know who's supposed to be visiting it um i've got a sneaky suspicion it's a way where they can say we publish the information but they know only like four percent of the population of hamilton's going to read it so i think it's probably their way of sneaking things through maybe i i i think that it's just a oh, it's going to save us money over the paper because the paper costs so much to print oh yeah i'm not disregarding that but um but that's a, I'm, i don't think there's anything more to it than that ah uh, and who's going to look it up i mean only people only reason it goes into your dining room table is because somebody leaves it in the letterbox you grab all your mail you throw it on the table with you and then you go oh yeah i might need some no no some that, to wrap no up no some broken glass no no that's you you have a real problem getting rid of papers, and if you say the New Zealand Herald can deliver them again, I'm going to shove them up your ass. So, <laughs> yeah, actually, no, I'm not going to do that again. I, so, I no, no, the backlash about this our Hamilton thing is pretty big on the Facebook page. But oh, really? it, anyway, that's not the story. The story is, as you know, animals, probably not this one. <laughs> the one sitting on my lap. You can microchip animals. Yeah, I'm not microchipping. So, no, that's all right. So... The, Hamilton's the first city in New Zealand to trial new dog tag technology. Basically, uh, it's called Dog Gone, and it's designed to help. <laughs> Sorry, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Like it's that. designed to help you reunite, reunite dog owners with their lost dogs, and it's all to do with Bluetooth technology. So you get a virtual ID, the owner has it, there's an app. Um, when, it, when you initiate it and say your dog's missing, oh, Oh, can you hear that? Yeah, that was terrible in my ears. Ooh. Yeah, my one of my I don't know one what, of my ears are gone. Oh, and my headphones. Okay, uh, carry on. When you ping it, uh, every time the dog passes within sixty meters of someone else with the app, the app uh, like alerts them. 
And they're ah, trying. Ah, I see. So it's like a network, mesh network type thing for the dog things being. Yeah. So they're trialing it out. They've got a thousand doggone tags available for the trial, and only three suburbs uh, can trial it. And Which suburbs? I don't think it actually says now. All oh, right. But right. anyway. I was just curious. Yeah. Uh, it won't be here. It'll be. So they're doing from October to December. And uh, it's interesting, though, because A, you'll have an app. That could potentially just be going off all the time if people have lost dogs. If you're stealing dogs, all you have to do is rip this tag off. Like microchipping is the ultimate because no one can... It's a lot harder to remove. Well, I assume so. I'm not going to be like digging around in an animal going, oh, there's the microchip. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. I think some people might be squeamish about microchips. I don't see a problem with it. There's probably some sort of religious thing against it in animals. I don't know. Is it against your religion, Toffee? But see, well, yeah. <laughs> Toffee has no idea. So did you hear about uh, Russia's got a new bad uh, promotion? So you, heard no. about, you remember the last one was, uh, what was it, the, I think it was KFC, that said if you uh, get pregnant to a footballer at the Rugby World Cup, you'll get, I don't know what it was, they'd get a lifetime supply of kfc or something you remember they, that? We, vague, we talked about it at the at on the podcast and i think it was you that brought it up i vaguely remember that yeah so the the latest one is domino's in russia um decided oh if you get a tattoo of uh the pizza you'll get a lifetime supply of pizza <coughs> oh a lifetime supply a lifetime supply of oh pizza. i thought okay and so it was like they've not um, thought this and through they they said 70 years. Now, the average lifespan of a male in Russia is 55. So they really didn't think this through. Ridiculous numbers of people were getting tattoos from, like, a little spot tattoo of... So you know, it could be any tattoo. It had to be Domino's. So no, no, but, but there's, like, no, like, no, size. No, no, there's no size. There was, uh, they, were, you think, they were terrible. You think the bigger the tattoo, the more you'd get, And maybe. people were like, okay, I've got it. So um, can I... Can my kids inherit the lifestyle for the remainder of the oh. 20 years or whatever it is? And it was just, it went nuts. And then they went, oh, we might have made a mistake. We're going to limit it to, to 350 or something. People. People. Even then, they're still I, mental. And then um, they're like, but we've already got 350. Um, so if you're in a tattoo store right now getting a tattoo, you're still in. But we're closing it right now. But if you're in a tattoo store right now, then okay, you're in. But 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 that's it. We, we're close. <laughs> they totally screwed it up. It sounds. <laughs> yeah, no. Would no. you though? That's my question. Would you, if that was totally legit in New Zealand, lifetime supply of Domino's for a tattoo of the Domino's logo? Mm, no, I no, I just it's not a brand that I'm a hundred percent behind. Would there be one that you did if it was Hell Pizza? How's that? No, I don't think so. I don't think I would. I think I would for Hell Pizza. For um, oh yeah, I suppose their logo is way better because it would just be Hell or, yeah, pe- or, or even horns whatever. Or something, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think I'd do it for any brand. Yeah. I don't know. And there's not a brand. Would you do it for like a camera or? No, that's what I'm thinking about now. Going through my head. Nah, not off my head. But then again, I've never been like I think if I was a car type of guy. And I was right into cars, maybe. Yeah, and but people do that already. So we had one guy at work, uh, at work when I worked at Tarapa Tavern, and he had Willie <coughs> the Waiter in Waikato yeah. logo on yeah, his yeah. chest. No, I think it's just, um, I think it's a personality trait type of thing. And yeah. I don't think I've got 
at anything to that level. Because, but you have a tattoo, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have any tattoos, mm. but I, I would, and I, I've thought about getting one, one particular one. But um, yeah, I, I wouldn't be too squeamish about getting one for for free pizza or free something. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Free air travel. Free air travel <laughs> in New Zealand. <laughs> you got to, you got to get t- wings tattooed on your back. Anyway, no. Anyway, so that, I just thought that was interesting and totally screwed up. Russia must be the screwed up place for some of these promotions. And how did they not think like a gazillion people were going to go and do this? Because uh, if they did any research, they just have to go. Mm, they like drinking vodka. They'll just get a tattoo when they're drunk. Yeah, I'm guessing that's crazy. Uh, so you were actually you were in Wellington. Yes. So what were you doing there? Uh, so, so I had a course, two-day course on negotiation. So it's, and I laughed just now because today I've had all these reps going, oh, so what were you on the course for? Well, I'm not telling them it was on the course for negotiation. I'm like, oh, I was That's on a good course thinking. on, on, on uh, you know, uh, what do I call it? Oh, retail mathematics, you know, um, working out contribution margins and gross, gross profit margins, all that sort of stuff, which there was actually a lot of that, more than that than I expected. Um, but yeah, I was going to say, um, I was working out how to screw you to bigger deals. Yeah. Give yep. me more. Sh- but um, that's pretty much what it was. So have you have you busted out any of that knowledge yet against the uh, people? Mm, yes and no. Well, no, not concertedly. Like yep. I haven't had a good negotiation to get my teeth into yet, but I certainly uh, put a few of the little tactics on. I haven't got time to deal with this and just making them stand. Yeah, um, yeah, that yeah. stand one I've always heard, uh, yeah. and, that's, oh, that's, and that wasn't really one that they said. It was just about changing things up. Yeah, um, they didn't say like make people stand or anything, but um, but yeah, because I've got a standing desk, I did. One person did come in. I'm like, actually, well, let's do the standing up. And I just went to standing up mode. Where yeah. I used to work, they had a guy, and his whole thing was this meeting is going to last as long as this cake lasts, and he always turned up with a cake, and then he like, was a supplier. No, nah, he was a, a middle manager type of dude. Oh, right, okay. And he'd bust, yeah. So it was interesting. And the other tactic, what was the other one? Um, who's who's the famous guy that only does it when he's walking? Someone like in tech or something, can he, he, he'll he only talk. There's a few now that do it a lot, but I, can't, I know, I think I know who you mean. Anyway, so I picked you up from the airport. Yeah. Uh, I get, Oh, yeah, so I was late from the airport. Well, yeah, I know. I mean, when you get when you get the information from Chris, it's like, hey, can you pick me up from the airport? I think I land at 8 o'clock. I'll check my ticket. Then he tells you I land at 10 past 8. That's all the information you're left with. Um, that's what the ticket said, though. I know, but most people will give you a flight number. But that's okay. All also, right. Also didn't actually specify which airport... But I was like, if he asked if I was at home, it must be Hamilton. Not a problem. Because I was thinking, if it's Auckland, he would have jacked that up earlier. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was all right. So I'm sitting there, and it wasn't until like... Because it was weird, because a plane landed at 10 past 8, and all these people got off, and Darren, who I used to work with, walked out of the airport. The guy that I only just caught up with like a couple of weeks ago. Oh, wow. So I was like, was he on the same flight as Chris? And then nobody else came out, and I was like, oh... And then I looked at the uh, flight arrival flights into Hamilton, and it says Wellington delayed. And I was like, "Oh, he's on that one." Yeah, yeah. So um, we were a little bit late, but not like really late, like four or five minutes late or something. They changed my, our gate, and we got on and we taxied into Wellington. You know, it's night time, dark. 
we taxi on and we go and we start speeding up and then the, we start slowing down. And oh, the, no. The, the pilot goes, uh, sorry, but uh, the control has lost the distance between us and the plane behind us or ahead of us or something. Uh, so we're going to have to go around. Oh, wow. Again. So then we go like right around the freaking airfield. Like It yeah. seems like for ages. Especially but, as they're just taxiing. And just hey. sitting there. And I'm reading my book, and I, I keep looking out the window going, oh, yeah, we haven't moved yet. We're just sitting there, and the engines are still going because, you know, props. And they're going fairly f- – I was, I was right by the engine yeah. uh, on the wing. So it felt like we were in the air because it was just like – and then it's uh, – must have been another 15 minutes, and then – Did you catch up with anyone in Wellington? Uh, my sister. Oh, Audrey. cool. That's uh, good. So that was good. It was good <laughs> catching up with her. It's like – because I said to her, I don't know where the Grand Mercure is. She goes, she says, I don't know where the Grand Mercure is. Uh, then she texts me, uh, messaged me, uh, LOL, it's the old Terrace Regency. Oh, so okay. obviously it's been bought out. But Audrey used to work there, and that's I'm pretty sure that's where she met her partner, Ants, back in the day. Oh, the, right. The yeah, um, yeah. father of the kids. So, and you know, they've been split up for years and years and all that sort of thing. But yeah, it, was, it was quite funny because it was their old work. She goes... I looked at it, I went, oh, that's the old Terrace Regency. And then I looked at the rooms and went, oh, no, it isn't. <laughs> yeah. That's way more expensive. And <laughs> I'm like, yeah. So I had, uh, I had your, eight pillows. With your bazillion pillows. Eight pillows. And then I see, because you posted that to Facebook, and someone mentioned they used to have a pillow menu. Yeah. I was so like, I was like, oh. that? Or it's when you specify that you want a softer or a harder pillow and they go get it. Oh, really? It's like a, yeah, it's a menu thing. I don't oh my know. God. It's a bit strange. I just... Yeah, so... No, that was cool. It had a huge TV. Oh, really? Huge TV at the end of the bed. I was loving that. I was oh, that's good. I was Discovery Channel Because normally you get like a 26-inch TV or something. No, it's, it's way bigger than the one up there. Because oh, I wasn't an executive suite. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy. They should have... <laughs> you should have been like in a backpackers or something. Yeah, well, don't, don't say that to the boss. Ooh, ouch. Uh, but yeah... So, so, on the way to pick you up, I oh, think... Oh, and oh, yes. Chris oh. were activated once. Oh, actually, I probably best not say any more than that. Okay, I'll, maybe I'll get the answer after, the, <laughs> after, we, after we finish no, recording. No, I, on the flight down, the <coughs> chick sitting in front of me was the most stunning woman I have sitting seen. Sitting in front of you? Yeah. So, you walked, she was already sitting I'm as sitting you boarded? Was, oh, no, I, I sat down first. She came up and, oh, okay. and then she sat there and I was like, okay. She was quite smart too because I was... Um, looking at what she was doing on a laptop and stuff, and um, but she was—I <laughs> was just seeing where she works, what she's doing. The hell out of it! Yeah. So she was supposed to be straight in front of me, but there was a little girl flying by herself, and the stewardess asked this chick, "Yeah, um, do you mind switching? Yeah. She's scared of being at the window." Yeah. So, so she was. On I window. do have to say that there were some very attractive uh, nurses at the hospital today. Oh wow! Like ridiculous. But the other, the other thing was, I think one of them had. Um, she she must have had some sort of makeup on of some sort, but it was super subtle and really well done. It almost looked like she'd been on a movie set. Yeah. And I was like, man, you either yeah, you, you really got the makeup thing down pat. Yeah. Um, this chick, yeah, like honestly, was like, what the hell are you doing on a plane with us? Like it was really that impressive. Um, and and the reason I could tell was because. Everybody got off the plane. She got off and turned around. And, like, she must have been up to here on me, like... Really um, short, like really five short. foot or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so she's just standing there, almost seat height, looking that way, and I'm just sitting there because I'm not going to get up. Anyway. 
Anyway, that, about that's it. enough Do of I creepiness from Chris. The, oh, no, there's more. about the hospital when I was in the hospital with the beast thing about the nurse coming into the shower? Yes. Okay. So we don't want to repeat that. No, go okay. listen to the Beasting story uh, episode, whatever. It's on the front page of the Chris and Sam podcast.com. No. Something no, like that. No, that. way earlier than that. Um, but when I come to pick you up at the airport, I decided to go get some petrol. So I go into the BP, been there heaps of times. The whole forecourt is completely full. I fill it up and I don't really pay attention to what. It's $46 something. So I'm like, cool. So I go in. As I walk in, there's only two people in front of me. One of them leaves and then this other guy pays and I get to the Indian dude um, and I said to him, I'm on pump number 10. No, 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 no. You know, look out the window because I'm like, oh, I am feeling a bit tired. Hang on. No, no, pump 10. No, no, that's already been paid for. I'm like, okay, but my car is that black car at pump 10, one zero. And then he just gets super flustered and he's all like, Ugh, and he's flicking through all these dockets and he goes, somebody else just paid for your pump. And I was like, that's cool. Uh, he goes, I think they were on 15, which is miles away from 10. Um, and they just said, yeah, 10. Uh, so I said, what do I do now? Like, you know, and he's like, oh, and then this girl appeared and she said, I'll sort it out. She goes, I just got to do a manual docket. She goes, how much was it? I said, 46 something or other. She goes, hang on, looked in their history or however they do it. And she went, yep, sweet. And then I paid. But I don't know what the other people would put into their tank. So they probably put 90 bucks in and they paid 46 and walked out. Potentially, yeah. So I'm like, oh, is that is that is that the new trick is of doing things thing? now? Is that what you can do? So there's a top tip. If you want to save money at the petrol pump. Um, well, that's, that's dodgy. Yeah, I anyway, thought it was. Yeah, it is. Um, oh, did you hear about the Texas cop? No, I'm I'm thinking this will be amazing. She's female. Guess what colour she is? Uh, black, white. I'm not sure. It would be one of those two. Yeah, I know. Okay, so, 50-50. So she gets home from her shift. The cop does. The cop gets home from her shift. Yes. She lives in an apartment building, multiple yep. doors and yeah, stuff. Yeah, whatever you call it. It's got... Key entry, you know, like uh, what do you call it? Swipe. Magnetic key entry, not swipes. Because I saw one of the keys. It's like looks like a plastic key, and you oh, okay. plug it in. And, okay, but yeah, but it's not like it's not metal. It yeah, yeah. Turn or anything. Okay. Um, <clears throat> she goes in, and she walks in, and the door's unlocked, and she sees a guy in there, and she ends up shooting him and killing him. Of course. So she's white, he's black, and then she goes. Just so happens. Oh shit! Wrong apartment. What? She walked into his apartment and killed him in his apartment. Oh. And then went, oh, oh, no, actually, I'm next door. Oh, oops. Sorry, dude. So, I mean, body. Yeah, no, well, she tried to hold, uh, you know, she was Resus- try- yeah, trying to alive, keep yeah. him alive until the ambulance came. And I think he stayed alive for a while, but he ultimately oh, died. Oh, man. Uh, it's just like, holy crap. So they interviewed um, on, because I, I watched a couple of news things on it or whatever. They interviewed this guy. That's how I knew the key. He goes, all the doors look the same. You know, it's inside. It's it's quite a nice looking apartment Are they building. numbered? Uh, he said, they do have a number, but they're right up in the top corner. Like, it's styly. Oh, okay. So it's quite possible you'd not notice. But how you have to have your own key. So they don't know why, how she got into the other guy's house. And, I, and that's why I assume that it was unlocked and she just walked in. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, Poor dude. So she's like, what are you doing in my apartment? Get out of my apartment. What are you doing? And he's probably going, what the fuck are you talking about? And then she shot him. Yeah. 
Ah, oh, just oh, the whole US. It just because oh, you think num- you think your number one thing would be to get out of that situation and turn around, and run back out the door, maybe. But you're a cop, so you're uh, you know. How did I get that? What is it? So I've pasted the wrong link onto that Texas cop enters wrong. What's the link that you pasted in there? It's the link to the Rocket Ship Awards that we talked about last week. I don't know. The Actually, Rocket the, Ship Awards were the um, uh, venture capitalists coming from the UK over here. You know? No, you actually you got all that wrong, but I wasn't going to correct you. Um, oh, okay. Not quite, not quite. So they, they are doing that thing all around the world. It's more about helping existing... So there's Rocket Ship Awards India, and that's gone really well. It's a bit more uh, like giving them support to get their product into the UK market. Oh, okay. That makes way more yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. So because I told you when I went to it, there was so little information about. It. I you are correct. Out. Yeah, I had to do a bit of digging. And yeah, yeah. Because I was like, I don't get what this is. Yeah, and yeah. Okay. All right. That's okay. <clears throat> so um, Derek Handley. Exactly. Well, he's no one now. So <laughs> no. So uh, a while back, we started talking in the podcast, and I couldn't find it, so I didn't put it in the show notes, but it's in one of the episodes, and you diehard fans will know. We were talking about the chief technology officer role that the New Zealand government oh, yeah, 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 yeah. was trying to find, right? Yeah, and it was like they hadn't had anyone for ages, and there was somebody we talked about that we knew that was... Yeah, Nat. Oh, Nat. Yeah, Nat yeah. would have been good Well, no. Him. Derek Hanley is the person they identified. He's an entrepreneur. He's done all sorts of random stuff. Don't know much about him. Never heard of him before. So he's who's who they're going to get in that role? No. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Sorry. I'm jumping. They in. still yeah. think they still think it's very hard to figure out what this role entails and that. So he had a very small contract that they did give him, and they've terminated it on him. He's a multi-millionaire already. This dude, but they've said we have to compensate him. He has been in New York for the last ten years with his whole family. And they moved to New Zealand. They're going to pay him out for three months plus all his expenses. So $107,500, right? I hope he was planning on coming back to New Zealand anyway. Um, he said he would. I don't know. He was deeply grateful and incredibly privileged. He said he was disappointed to learn the government will no longer follow through with their commitment and will not be making that appointment at this time. Um, he said their decision to stop the process is understandable because... Um, there's not as much transparency around that process and what they're doing. He said it was a bit distressing. He returned to Auckland after 10 years in New York. He said, uh, he's a real good guy. He said, we're not actually going to accept the settlement. We're going to give it to charity because I don't need it. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. And he said it was one of the most demanding, robust, extensive interviews, recruitment processes he's ever been involved in. <laughs> See, that's what the US needs for their presidents. <laughs> <laughs> they they do. So, yeah. So, as recently as two days ago, the government would not even confirm whether he'd been offered the job or not. <laughs> so, it's all crazy. Oh, wow. In that role. That's, yeah, it's, it's sort of good and it's sort of really bad too, right? Because... I like the fact that they're being picky and not just throwing the first guy in there. Yeah, no, and then that's you wonder true. How people like Simon Bridges get the freaking roles they get. But anyway, did um, you a little little side note there? My sister does the gardening for uh, him, maybe, or his wife, or either or, and um, they're moving house and they're going to a bigger house. So his wife hassles him 
Like, as soon as he gets home, you must stop everything you're doing and spend time with your kids. Like, she's like, you know. And uh, the wife, oh, nice. the wife mows good. the lawns at their current house and is trying to find a lawnmower uh, man for the other. And I was like, really? She mows the lawns? And my sister goes, oh, it's really little, but yeah. Um, but the new place is quite big now, apparently, so... Okay. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, I like the idea that they're picky and they're thorough, but I don't like the idea that they've still not got anyone. You know, like surely somebody for maybe a shorter term would be better than nobody. You know. What yeah, I mean? and and then maybe set them in motion. But in talking about that, uh, I was reading a story. I didn't haven't been watching the news at all. That um, is it. Leo Spears, the guy from Fonterra. I don't know. Well, he's quit and stepped down, and they've just thrown him. They've just got these random people stepped in for Fonterra because Fonterra posted the biggest loss ever uh, this week, hundred ninety-seven million dollars. He's gapped it with, and he's been paid over forty million dollars in the whole time he's been there. And uh, they because who was that? They had the old chairman that was making freaking ridiculous money, eh? That's him, I think. Oh, maybe it is. Same guy. He's making like... Um, and he was getting flown to Italy for yeah, yeah, um, holidays every freaking other year. Pretty certain that's shit. him. And okay. uh, they asked these, these stand-in guys, is he, was, he, was he asked to be here to front this media thing? He no longer works for us anymore. And they're like, that's not the, question, that's, you know, that's not the answer we want. So he doesn't even have to front up to anyone about poor performance. Uh, yeah. So I'm sure the farmers are all happy out there. Oh my god! <coughs> anyway, that- anyway, um, yes. Yeah, so, uh, what's up coming up for you this weekend? We are on Blink Shoot tomorrow. Yes. So I, may- I'm excited because I get my first attempt at a on a movie set, um, and I'm going to say for a while. I- you mean? For ages. Yeah, yeah like yeah, the sorry. way you just said that it was like I've never been on a movie set. Yeah, before. no. First this year, I meant. So. Yeah. Um, so uh, Harley gave me the name of somebody or put somebody in touch. They've they're a filmy, and they've just moved down to Hamilton. He messaged me today, Lewis, I think his name was. Oh, cool. And I said to him, ah, we've got the first shoot I've done this this year is this weekend. What are you doing tomorrow? You might introduce you to a bunch of film guys. So that might happen. Uh, and then we've got our uh, debrief for TEDx tomorrow night. So I've probably got to do all the, all the tasks that I said I'd do by Sunday. I'd better do today or tomorrow. Probably. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. Very good. Yeah, I'm just... What are you, what are you up to? Uh, blink on Saturday, Sunday off, Monday committee meeting for Pumpkin Carnival, Tuesday AGM for Friends of Hamilton Gardens, Wednesday I got off, oh, work in the morning, Thursday work in the morning, school production that night, Friday morning, six o'clock flight out of Auckland to Christchurch. Woohoo! Busy, busy. Busy, busy. So Wednesday we'll record something next week. This oh, that week. sounds like Whatever. a plan. Yeah, no, that sounds good. Anyway, make sure to check out the Chris and Sam uh, podcast on Facebook where we have bits and pieces. And people uh, have arguments about uh, living in Australia, apparently. Oh, uh, or being racist in Australia. Oh, that's it, being racist said, in Australia. I, we said the racist thing about Australians being racist. Um, and, yeah, I've got to say on most... I, I'll You're still sticking by, by I'll it, I'll stand by yeah, that. Yeah. Like, I mean, not everybody's racist in any country. But no, there's a lot of the general ra- racist Australians. Anyway, with that uh, very uh, moving point, <laughs> this <laughs> yeah, brings controversial us to, point brings us to the end of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Make sure to check us out. And we are what three episodes away, four episodes away now from 200. Woo-hoo. Looking forward to it. Um, check us out. My name's Sam. 
I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.